0: Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome back to this edition of the Kona Edge. It's time to chat some biking. We head back uh, to catch up with uh, Rob Cummins in Dublin. Rob, welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. Hey,
1: you, Brad? How's it going?
0: fantastic rob you mentioned uh when you when you first started uh your, your triathlon career or when you first got into sort of uh, getting athletic uh, mountain biking and 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 doing a bit of off-road stuff obviously you you've progressed and, and doing a lot of uh, i'm guessing a lot more stuff on the road you're a you're a machine on the bike what are some of the things you've done over time that you think is has given you the, the the biggest sort of gains
1: oh i don't know about being a machine i, I just like riding the bike um i think the my i think the most effective ironman training session i've ever done was one we it was partly prescribed by the coach and partly we discovered it ourselves so the session is very simple it's 5 hour bike ride and 3 by 1 hour at ironman race pace and the idea with the session is it's to to teach you pacing basically and uh and nutrition as well the way we did it a little bit differently to what it was prescribed was I was training with Ashling at the time, we were both training for, for Ironman UK, and our run would be very similar and and obviously when you're training together in the pool, it doesn't matter, you're not chatting. But on the bike we'd be we'd be different speeds and the easiest way for us to, to train together on the bike, so that I wasn't killing her on or I wasn't going too slow, was we found a lap and we we, we trained on the lap so we'd go out and we'd do hundred and fifty or hundred and eighty K on a ten K lap, which Sounds mind numbingly boring, but it actually turned out to be probably the best thing we'd ever done in terms of training, because when you are training on a, a short lap and you're trying to do long pace work, if you slow down, it can only be that you've started too fast or that your nutrition is wrong. And it can be very obvious if you're taking your splits every single lap and your laps are 18 minutes, 18 minutes, 18 minutes, and then at the end of the session your laps are 22 minutes, you'll know that you've done something wrong in pacing or nutrition. Um, So we discovered that when we did the the long Ironman pace stuff on a a lap, and we actually use a shorter lap now, um, it means that it teaches you just how to pace an Ironman bike. And again, it's, it was really only when I went out and did it, I realized physically how difficult it is. When when we ask an athlete to put a number on what they think they should start at efforts wise, maybe, you know, out of 10, how, how easy or hard should they go for the first hour? They'll say six or seven or eight out of 10 is where they should start. And what it actually feels like to me from learning, the pacing on that lap is the first lap feels like about four out of ten. It feels ridiculously easy, but I know that if I start at that effort level of four out of ten, the same speed five hours later is going to feel like eight or nine out of ten as the body becomes fatigued and and things catch up with you. But you don't necessarily slow down. You'll very often speed up. And when I went and did my first Ironman after training like that, we did that week in week out. We did five six hour bike rides on this uh 10k loop and as i improved my pacing and it got better and better and better every week the other thing it taught you as well was nutrition so if you start to slow down in the middle of the the ride and you ate you'd realize okay well i need to eat more often and i had my nutrition absolutely nailed it taught me how often to eat and how much to eat and in the end we had it dialed in so well that we knew i needed to eat every 25 minutes, and that about halfway through the ride, I'd need to double up on a feed as well because I was starting to become a little bit more depleted as we went. And when I got to Ironman UK five months later um, in, in 2011, I rode a negative split on a bike course that's much harder in the second half than it is in the first. And I think I had a top five bike split in the age group on the day. So it was and it, it was purely down to execution. It's not that I'm much, much stronger than people. I'm not I'm not particularly talented on the bike um, or, or on any of the disciplines. And the, the fact that I started off coming in 1200th out of 1,500 people will attest to that. It was just learning how to do it better. And that, for me, was the most important aspect of, one of the most important aspects of improving at Ironman was learning how to race, not just being physically strong enough, but learning how to get 100% out of yourself on race day is much more important than being an absolute animal on the bike and going so hard that you, you your run then is as slow as your bike so learning pacing for me was was crucial
0: i love that i think that is is amazing and then just briefly your favorite uh, your favorite workout on the bike what do you love doing uh that that long bike ride the uh
1: 6 hours with uh 4 by 1 hour at Ironman race pace is uh is my favorite one uh it's 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 tough to to get your head around it at the start but once you get into it you're moving fast you're feeling good and it's it it sounds bizarre that you like you you like hours and hours of riding around in circles but we do it as a group as well we we do it with with a number of athletes that would be at a, a similar or stronger or slightly weaker level and the the great thing i found about doing that was it teaches you what's going to happen on the day uh when you get onto your ironman bike and you start riding the very first thing that's going to happen is somebody's going to go past you or you're going to start passing people because you're surrounded by hundreds of people. And it's so easy to be influenced by what's happening around you. And if you talk to the really good athletes, the likes of Martin Muldoon, Alan Ryan, they race their own race. They all have their own way of saying it, but they basically ignore what's going on around them and do what they know works. They'll follow their power meter, they'll right to perceived effort or heart rate or whatever way they do it, but they do their own thing. And when you are training with people and you're all riding, and we do the session as Ironman, uh, like a draft legal, so you, you can't ride on wheels. And you see guys riding away from you that you might think you're stronger than, but you need to trust your perception of pacing. His pacing mightn't be as good as yours. You might be tired. He might be just stronger this week. And it, it really teaches you very well how to how to pace and, and how to get your Ironman bike right.
0: I love that. I think that is superb. I'm going to definitely start incorporating something like that in my training. Uh, Rob, thank you so much once again for your time here on the Kona Edge. Much appreciated. Thanks, Rod.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Get better on the bike. Register for our next free live online bike seminar. Get to thekonaedge.com slash bike seminar now.